0: Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates 208-471-4444. <laughs>
1: Nothing's gonna have a cape Well, good morning everybody. It is The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Here we are on the 6th day of January 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Hopefully you get to work safe this morning. Once again, some issues on the roads, not too, too bad. I saw them out treating them early this morning, so uh, they're going to try to get you on work uh, to work on time, but you might want to give yourself a little bit of extra time. Weather ruined my day yesterday. Yeah. Uh, killed my plans to uh, take my kid to Mystery Science Theater 3000 Live at the Morrison Center. They had to cancel this show and the show in Montana, which was supposed to happen today because they're still stuck in Oregon. Uh, those freeways were shut down for large vehicles pretty much all day yesterday. Uh, finally reopened late last night, but of course not enough to get them there on time. And so unfortunately, Big J, I got another weather cancellation uh, in my uh, in my wheelhouse. The last three things I was going to plan to go to got canceled for one reason yeah.
0: or another. It's, uh, it's, been <laughs> it's been one of those
1: winters, man. You know, it is. It's crazy. So uh, hopefully your plans didn't get ruined. Did you do anything special last night? Not really, and, uh, you know, I'm just adjusting
0: to medication and diet change, and my body is uh, just uh, doesn't like much of it.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine it would, but it it will take some time. You know, they say it's usually about uh, two to three weeks before your body gets used to whatever new medication it's getting put inside of it, so... Uh, then it should simmer down But it's, it's been what about a week we could have Exactly a week yesterday you And go. you know I mean uh, I'm doing really well So Good. the doctor you
0: know I don't know if I said this or not But the doctor's already taken me off of insulin So told, be, I don't know if you said it on the air yeah, but no, I, only, I only had a couple shots of that He's like yeah your, your numbers you don't need that right now Look so. at you dude Yeah. How does it feel? Feels great So like what did you have for dinner last night then? Uh, I made a uh, spinach omelet Nice man
1: yeah. Very
0: nice. For just you, are you like making food for one now? No, I, I and this is, this might go into story. T- I don't know. It, it, no, I'm not. And, and I, and it's been, it's been really hard on me, but I had to tell the family to kick rocks. And it's like, listen, I have to focus on this.
1: Oh, I like can't. you were making you a meal and then the family like regular well, food? No,
0: but that's what I've done in the past. I see. When I was trying to eat healthier. And it just, right now I got to focus on, you know, making sure that I'm getting what I need and yeah. not. So. Nice. It Putting sucks. The big J foot down? It hurts me to do that.
1: But, but well, I mean, uh, I think as much as you've complained about having to do that, maybe it, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe we'll see. It's uh, not for them. No, 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 no. Certainly not. But Uh, I need to do it. Right. Correct. Uh, Well, hopefully that all works out for you. I do know that we have a fairly busy show planned for today. Uh, We'll get ourselves a nerdler, courtesy of Big J, over the course of the program. We're going to send somebody to Tool. Uh, That show is exactly one week from today at the Ford Idaho Center. We are going to hook some people up to that. We're going to hook people up for the WWE that's coming to town uh, exactly one month from today at Extra Mile Arena. And then, Big J, we have an announcement. The very first Free X Show, the first Free X Show in over two years, dude. God, uh, we were supposed to have one, if you remember, we were supposed to have one uh, very early in 2020 with the Blue Stones, and that ended up getting canceled because that was just when like COVID started early on, and it was canceling events, and we were like, you know what, the Blue Stones were like, I don't think we're going to go out on this tour, and we're like, okay, we understand, and so we had to pull the plug, so it's been over two years since we have had a free X show, but we're going to give you all the details on that this morning as well, so it should give you something to look forward to. We're going to start with some Green Day, it's time. Of your life here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks.
0: The morning after with Nick and Big J.
1: Hey man, it's a new year, did you know? <laughs> yeah, we're six days into 2022, but the housing market here in the Treasure Valley has remained pretty much the same since the second part of last year. Uh, but we are starting to be able to kind of break down some data specifically from the U.S. Census Bureau that has come out. And it's one of those deals where there's a bunch of firms, uh, specifically one that has worked on a lot of things uh, around here, like Zion's Bank, a senior economist for them, has kind of been digging into it. And it's some stuff that may not fit everybody's narrative, Big J, because if you've been around Idaho enough, you know that there is a extreme distaste, uh, and not by everybody, but certainly one of the running themes of this place is there are too many Californians. Moving to the state of Idaho Agree or disagree Big uh, uh, I, I agree, agree with that statement I yes. uh, don't agree with that policy Correct uh, and, and what it basically shows is that That may be uh, error in judgment At least according to the breakdown From the census data now the zions bank who has put this all together as well as a couple of other different places like stacker.com have kind of analyzed this data and said now listen we're not saying that californians aren't moving to the state of idaho but they're not affecting things as much as you think they are uh basically california as they've gone through the data of the last several years they have found that yes of course there are californians moving to the state of idaho but When you break down the amount of people moving from particular states in the United States of America, California is pretty much middle of the pack. Uh, and it has been for the last several years. As a matter of fact, as they went back and looked through six years of data, California has never been in the top three of people of states of people moving here to the state of Idaho. Uh, New York, Pennsylvania are up there, but you know it's not it shouldn't surprise you that the the states that are the most uh, people are coming from Washington, Oregon, Utah, Arizona, Colorado, New York, Pennsylvania, then California comes yeah. in. You move back to Utah uh and so you know again it, it doesn't fit with people's narrative to say move back to utah oh, and so it's not that's why people have this disdain towards californians or think it's all californians or they know a californian that moved here therefore it's their fault you know and so that's why all this stuff kind of comes in so as they break down the data know that yes of course people are moving from california they're moving from every state in the union to here in the treasure valley as it continues to be one of the more popular places but california is pretty far down on the list before you get into which state is affecting our population boom the most, if that makes sense. So if you want to blame, um, you know, the the amount of real estate prices on somebody or you want to, you know, uh, get in for somebody's face for their liberal agenda, that's all your... Uh, doing, and it's entirely up to you if you want to do that. But just know that they're pretty far down on the list.
0: The funny part about that is that the, most of the Californians I know that have moved here are super conservative. Well, of course. Uh, and that's why they want to move here. Yes. They want to be a part of the, the good old red state of Idaho where we can't gamble or do drugs or do anything fun.
1: Yeah. So uh, but again, it, it doesn't fit in and it doesn't it doesn't match the stickers that people like to sell. So therefore, it's not really talked about. I don't I don't expect to see a lot of go back to Arizona stickers anytime soon. But uh, either either way, way I said when I first met you, <laughs> I know you did. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it is one of those deals where it, it's probably not as well. It's definitely not as a big of a deal as everybody seems to think it is around here. Big J last night the Dallas Mavericks retired franchise great Dirk Nowitzki's number 41 last night after the Mavs beat the Golden State Warriors 99 to 82. The honor came about 3 years after Nowitzki announced his retirement after a record 21 seasons with the same franchise. Although Big J, once again, I always like to refer to Dirk Nowitzki as a former Milwaukee Buck because uh one of if not the worst trade in NBA history, happened uh, involving Dirk Nowitzki, which was the Bucks drafted Dirk Nowitzki number one overall, uh, not number one overall, their number one pick, and then traded him to the Dallas Mavericks for Robert Tractor Trailer, uh, who is now <laughs> dead, dick. by the way.
0: Oh, uh, it's sad, but That's how also bad let that it go, dude. Was. I let can't. it go. He's you've got
1: a championship now. Let it go now. But uh, can you imagine how great that team would be if they had no, uh, Dirk they Nowitzki? No, they would have bucked it. That's not true because they, as you said, Big J, they have a championship. So how can you say that? Uh, you can say goodbye to the Grammy Awards at least for a while. Uh, The 64th annual Grammy Awards originally scheduled to air at the end of this month have been postponed indefinitely. Uh, the Recording Academy and CBS uh, released a very passive-aggressive statement, Big J. Uh, about the Grammy Awards that basically began with, after careful consideration and analysis with city and state officials and health and safety experts, the artist community and our many partners, the Recording Academy and CBS, have postponed the 64th annual Grammy Awards. But if you go deeper into the release, they talk about how they think it's weird that even though every day from now until the actual awards that are leading up to the event at the actual arena there's either a basketball or a hockey game scheduled and the fact that all the artists that were invited to perform on the grammys are continuing to tour they're going to shut it down so they really really kind of like jerks about it you know oh sorry you know even though you still want to go to basketball and hockey games and you still want to tour you don't want to be a part of the grammy awards so we're just going to pull the plug So last year, the uh, awards were postponed from from January 31st to March 14th because of a spike in COVID-19 cases, and here we are again. Uh, So music's biggest night, LOL, will happen on a future date, not the one that you thought, not that anybody around here should care, but it's a thing. That is Bush. That is everything Zen here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. I don't think I know anybody like super close to me that happens to have this, but we know of people and we certainly know there are people out there that have this particular trade, and that would be somebody that is just addicted to celebrity and celebrity gossip you know what i mean like somebody that goes out and and buys people magazine or you know they follow all those websites they they're on tmz all the time they they watch all the reality shows especially ones that contain former celebrities that kind of stuff i don't want to know celebrity culture is fairly popular in the united states of america there's no doubt about it but if that happens to be you or somebody that you love i've got really bad news researchers Found people that are obsessed, like really, really into Hollywood gossip, A-list celebrities, their personal lives, who who is banging, who's who's baby's mama, all that kind of stuff, <laughs> tend to not be that intelligent, Big J. What? The study no. was published late last year and reads in part, there is a direct association between celebrity worship and poor performance on cognitive tests. Still, researchers could not determine whether celebrity worshipping is a cause or a consequence of low cognitive function, meaning, basically, they don't know if you're into celebrities because you're dumb, or you are into celebrities, and because of that, it takes away your attention from other things, and therefore, it makes you dumb. But further studies would be needed to figure that out, but if you are one that just can't get enough, of all the celebrity brouhaha, then maybe, just maybe, you've got some intelligent yeah. issues, and I'm sorry to say. Stop worshipping me. Uh, yeah, it's true. You are you are certainly a celebrity, Big J, and I'm sure you've got people coming up to you. I know you said before you can barely go shopping without being Yeah, that's attacked. why I
0: Instacart everything now.
1: <laughs> by by autograph And then house.
0: the Instacart person's like, oh my god, Big J! <laughs> I'm like, ah, hell, now they know where I live.
1: <laughs> That's hilarious. The Instacart person needs your autograph before they drop off your groceries?
0: Yeah, sure. I usually hand them an old X banner. Very there nice. There you go. Very nice. You just your keep
1: it. <laughs> Don't eat yellow snow. Well, I'm trying not to make, to make you laugh, but. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Stop worshiping Big J and celebrities, please. We ask this of you for your intelligence sake. Big J is going to give you a nerd alert. That's going to happen next on the X Rock. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3. The X rocks. And uh, CES 2022
0: is uh, in full uh, go right now, but it's uh, pretty much only happening. Uh, virtually we'll have some news on that next week. But uh, for the time being, Ubisoft is bringing its game subscription service to Xbox. Ubisoft Plus It's currently available on PC and cloud gaming services like Google Stadia and Amazon Luna. Subscribers can access more than 100 Ubisoft uh, titles for a monthly fee. Feed. the lineup includes titles like assassins creed valhalla watchdogs legion far cry 6 and writers republic now the publisher didn't provide a timeline for bringing it to the uh, xbox nor has it revealed pricing but the pc only subscription is 15 bucks and a pc cloud plan is 18 dollars per month so it's unclear whether uh ubisoft will offer a console only plan we'll see meanwhile Ubisoft's Rainbow Six Extraction will be available on Xbox Game Pass and PC Game Pass when it hits uh, January 20th. Along with uh, up to two teammates, you can take on hordes of aliens and a tactical shooter, which is based on Rainbow Six Siege mode called Outbreak. How fun. Any interest? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't, we'll see how much it costs. You, you know, interestingly enough, sometimes, you know, Xbox might just fold that into their ultimate Xbox pass. You got EA Play is in there. So, uh, you know, who knows what that does, announcement's announcement's going to be. PlayStation VR 2 is the next virtual reality headset coming from Sony and a VR adaption of Guerrilla Games acclaimed Horizon series is a launch title. The company announced on Tuesday launching dates are for Windows uh or Windows for either product were not given. And the game will use the new PlayStation VR 2 Sense controller along with new sensory features that the headset can deliver to provide a more lifelike and immersive feeling of playing virtual reality games. Uh, Sony said the PlayStation VR 2 will use a headset-based control tracking, which abandons the need for the PlayStation camera. The headset will be embedded uh, cameras to reflect the wearer's movements and field of view and game. Those will combine with the headset feedback and 3D audio to amplify in-world experiences.
1: Uh, that sounds pretty cool man uh you remember two months ago when you said you were gonna watch a movie on your oculus did you ever end up doing that uh no I, I haven't yet no <laughs> I have I wonder uh, have you been using it a lot I mean have I have
0: I have watched stuff on it just I haven't watched a full movie uh
1: but I mean like have are, do you use it a lot?
0: Uh, no, the wife uses it all the time. She uses it to work out. Um, And and I'm going to fold that in my uh, plans here down the road, but uh, at the
1: moment, no. It's a very popular Christmas present, the VR stuff this particular year. Yeah,
0: well, and now it's at the point where you don't have to tether and connect it to a a computer, which is interesting. But at the same time, it's also cool because you can connect it to a computer. There you go. (laughs) It's a very weird place to be in. Uh, A video game based on Joe and Anthony Russo's extraction film franchise may become reality after a $400 million deal between the Russo's AGBO and Japanese game studio, Nexon. Now, the Hollywood Reporter uh, says that the directors of Avengers Endgame sold a 30% stake in their company, AGBO, their independent film banner, uh, to Nexon. The deal values the company at $1.1 billion, with Nexon taking a $400 million minority investment. And Rooster Brothers are already in talks with Netflix to adapt Chris Hemsworth's extraction into a video game, but will uh, similarly work out uh, with Nexon to produce cross-platform collaborations based on its library of IP. With an Extraction video game almost certainly still in the idea phase, don't expect to hear details about the gameplay or story for a little bit. Considering Extraction is a stunt-heavy action film with a focus on gritty mercenaries performing clandestine missions, it's probably a safe bet the game will uh, similarly focus on action tropes and gunplay.
1: Now, this you have to be interested in, because as much yeah. as you like the movie, you have to be interested in a video game exp- extension of that,
0: you right? betcha. That'd be very, very cool.
1: That's another one yes. in my list that I feel bad about. I still have not watched Extraction.
0: Oh, yeah, man. Still have I not mean, Watch that movie. Uh, it, you know, I mean, it's it, the reason why it's so popular and was such a big deal is is because of the stunt work that's involved in it. It's Sam Hargrave who directed it much like, uh, you know, the up, up, up and coming stuff that happened with John Wick. Same kind of deal there. And it's become a pretty big deal, man.
1: Well, uh, obviously, they, they're looking to expand the IP, so it must be very popular, and uh, that yeah, will be coming soon. I mean, the, the sequel's happening here very soon as well. There you go. Nerd alert in the can. That's what's going on in the world of tech and gaming.
0: Important stuff.
1: Launch
0: on the morning after with Nick and Big J.
1: Guessing you tuned into this show to hear important things, things that maybe you wouldn't hear other places. Like, listen, we're here to tell you sleep is pretty important, Big J. Yes, it is. If you don't get it, it becomes a fairly miserable state of life. Uh, anybody that's had insomnia or has had issues sleeping will tell you that. Hell, even if you have one bad night of sleep, it can throw off your whole week sometimes. I didn't tell you that. And there's always been stuff that we've talked about how, listen, if you want to get better sleep, it's the best to avoid your phone before you go to bed, usually about two hours before because it's the blue light that phones emit that kind of stimulates the brain and reduces melatonin production. That's your natural way of going to sleep in your body, and it becomes an issue. And now we are starting to kind of bury down into what apps do the most damage to you before you go to sleep. And... If you have the TikTok app on your phone, do not use it before you go to bed. (laughs) A new survey found by Sleep Junkie said that if you have a TikTok app on your phone and you use it about two hours before you go to sleep, it takes you about an hour longer than the average person to fall asleep and you spent about 14% of your sleep in REM phase, which is only about half the recommended amount for a healthy adult. Now, Sleep Junkie couldn't figure out why exactly the TikTok app is a little bit more of an issue than other apps, but they tend to feel like it's the quick hit one after another after another kind of stimulation of your brain that gets all of those functions moving and it makes it harder for you to slow down and then therefore want to go back to sleep or go to sleep period and so that could be some of the issues involved in it so if you're having some sleep problems or you want to go to sleep right away stay away from that tiktok app big J. Yeah, it's a good idea. Do yourself a favor. I still don't have the TikTok app, but, you know, it's not like TikTok and its, you know, corresponding videos haven't found its way to seep into other apps that are out there. Yeah, like They're absolutely. all over Instagram and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. So you you would, even if you're not on TikTok, you'd be hard-pressed not to be able to find a TikTok video at any given moment if you are on any of the other social media apps. So try to keep that in mind as well. The Antonio Brown saga gets more and more interesting. Big J, he addressed his walking off the sideline in the middle of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game against the New York Jets on Sunday, and I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but some of the stuff he says in his statement kind of makes sense to me. Now, I don't, I still don't think he made the right choice, nor was it a wise decision to do it the way that he did. But his series of events seem to at least mesh a little bit more with what the Buccaneers appear to be doing with him currently. So if you didn't watch the NFL on Sunday, it's everywhere. Antonio Brown, in the middle of the game, decided he wasn't going to play anymore and took off his jersey and his shoulder pads and threw a bunch of stuff into the crowd and then walked off the field. That had never really been done before in an NFL game. And so after the game, Bruce Arians, the head coach, said that Antonio Brown is no longer a Buccaneer anymore and he doesn't want to talk about it. Well, that's not the case because the team has refused to not only suspend him, but they refused to release him as well. So he still is a Buccaneer. So now you have Antonio Brown's version of events, which is he has been dealing with an ankle injury for a while. He has an MRI that's got bone spurs in his ankle that make it very painful for him to play. He said that the Buccaneers gave him an injection before the game so that he could play, and it helped him at the beginning. But once he got into the third quarter, the injury was flaring up again, and he didn't feel like he could play properly. And he told Bruce Arians that. Bruce Arians says, I don't care about your ankle. Get in and play. Told him twice. Antonio Brown said, Coach, I am hurt. I cannot play. And then that is when Antonio Brown said that Bruiserians told him that he was cut and to get off the field. And that's exactly what he did. Now, that seems to and now Antonio Brown is saying the Buccaneers are blaming his mental health issues for all of this stuff. And, and, uh, and if that's the case, then why don't they cut him and why don't they release him? And the Buccaneers didn't have a answer for that. Uh, As a matter of fact, Bruce Arians has kind of gone back again uh, a couple of times talking about how he said he was going to cut the receiver, but now they're not going to, and Antonio Brown is adamant that he did not quit on his team. He was cut in the middle of the game. He was thrown out and was told to get off the field, and that's exactly what he did. Now, he did so in a spectacle in his own way, of course, and he still has issues, but I'm sure, 100% certain, the truth is somewhere in between these two, but the way that he is saying it at least has a little bit more clarity to me i've been in enough nfl locker rooms to know that they shoot these guys up with whatever it takes to get them on the field and god knows what's going on and sometimes those injuries flare up again and i i mean i believe that there's some truth in between i still don't like the way that he reacted to the whole situation but at least it makes a little bit more sense to me now is it to you
0: no or you know think-
1: you're Not at all. all. all uh, and first
0: of all, there's a, probably a protocol that we don't know when it comes to injuries on the sideline and uh, the coach. I don't think the players talking to the coach about their injury. That's probably something for the trainers and the medical staff to be dealing with. Uh, and, and then the way that he – I mean, he, he didn't seem too injured when he left the field. No, uh, no, I agree. And, and, so, and also we have to realize if this was out of the blue and just a player that doesn't have a previous record of being insane – then I would, yeah, okay, maybe there's something there But listen, this guy has pulled so many fast ones And and so much BS I mean, go back and remember when he was on the Raiders Right, with the cryogenic feet situation Sure, sure. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to buy uh, that I'll let the NFL investigate and find out what the deal is Why do you think they're not cutting him then? Uh, they probably don't want him going. To somebody else to pick him up off the wire. But who's gonna pick him up? Who knows? I mean, anybody. The playoffs. I mean, it, it's it's not even necessarily to play, but to get information from him. That whole spiel. I mean, it's a and there's probably you know money on on the line too. So there there are probably some reasons for that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't think there's any truly innocent party here. I, I don't think it's all Antonio Brown's fault. I certainly am not a fan of the way that he reacted to the situation. But I, I truly and honestly think that there's a little bit more going on here than just a, a simple argument and that he decided to flip out. Um, I, I do think he has issues. I certainly think he's got some stuff going on. And, you know, the fake uh, you know, vaccination card proved that he's not totally all there and he's going out of his way to do some weird things. But I, I, I again, I think the truth lies somewhere in the middle here. There's a lot more to the story than we're ever going to find out, to be perfectly honest. And it it doesn't seem like there's any particularly innocent parties in this whole situation. Probably what it boils down to. If you are a fan of HBO's The White Lotus, you're going to get more of it. But it's an anthology series, which means you're going to get a whole new cast. And it has been announced that Michael Imperioli, better known as Christopher Montessanti in The Sopranos, is going to star in the second installment of The White Lotus. He is the first confirmed cast member of the upcoming sequel to the limited series. Although uh, there could be one returning cast member and that is Jennifer Coolidge, who was nominated for some Golden Globes and Emmys for her role in the limited series. She has been rumored to return, so maybe just maybe there will be some returning characters, but certainly new cast members involved as well. Although I'm guessing that it still will revolve around the resort that they go to and the weirdness that happens in it. So, if you're excited for Season 2, you're excited to see Christopher Maltesanti again. With Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Evansville, Indiana is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J, And it has been a while since I've been to one of these. I mean, boy, I mean, I think I want to say I was a teenager. But And it's probably a reason why we no longer have one across the street from the studio. But for a very long time, Big J, not too far away from where we broadcast every day, there was a Long John Silvers. Familiar?
0: No, oh, yeah. Would you ever partake? I have. Uh, had yeah. it been a while? Yeah. It, let's just say uh, the proximity towards it and my propensity to become eventually a type 2 diabetic
1: didn't, didn't take. I, I, I think I went there once. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is about Long John Silver's, but I, I, I just, I remember it not being that bad, but I didn't go to it very much, I'll put it there. I remember from, uh, uh, the, uh, the movie, um, oh, no, I can't remember the movie. Apparently you don't remember it. Uh, and so, <laughs> damn it. Again,
0: you do this stuff to yourself. <laughs> I know, I know, my brain, you know, works too fast, but then stops altogether, full stop.
1: Uh, but, uh, Fast Times Richmond High. If you've been to Long John Silver's, you are familiar with the side dish the Hush Puppy, yes? Oh, yeah. Uh, basically. A southern staple. There you go. Uh, I enjoy Hush Puppies very, very much. Uh, it was the one thing I remember enjoying from Long John Silver's. But again, uh, in, in spite of it being across from the studio here, I, I never went to it while it was there. What is it now? Is it like a car? I place? don't know if it- is there a building there still? Oh there's definitely a building. Like a Long John Silver's and it was there and then it was like what did it turn into? Like a, a skipper's, right? And then it's now it's like oh, a yeah, you know. and now it's like a uh it's like a car place or something like that either way it's not there anymore i guess is my point point. and so you can go and you get hush puppies and that's what this whole story revolves around a young lady went through the drive-through and uh i haven't been in a long time but apparently they sell the hush puppies as a side dish uh two for a dollar ninety five got it mm-hmm. and so this lady went through the drive-through and said hey uh i don't want two hush puppies i just want one hush puppy and uh, the young lady that was working the drive-through was like, "Hey, uh, you know, that's not an option on our menu. We don't sell them by the single. We only sell two for a dollar ninety-five. Is that okay?" And she's like, "No, I don't. I don't want two hush puppies. I just want the one hush puppy." And she's like, "Ma'am, I, I can't do like special edits to our menu. It's kind of pre-programmed into the cash register here. I can get you two for dollar ninety-five, or I can get you zero for zero. What would you like?" And she's like, I want one hush puppy. And she's like, "I listen, I, I don't know what to tell you. I can't I can't make that happen. I can't give you one hush puppy for a dollar. That's not in the actual system. And that's when the lady at the drive-thru got upset, Big J. She ended up speeding through, uh, jumping inside the Long John Silvers, Big J, and then kicking the young lady behind the counter in the stomach. Cat! And then she ran out of the store and drove away. Now, there's a lot of issues with this particular story. Uh, the least of which is the fact that the woman behind the counter was pregnant. Oh my so, God! Not a great move to be kicking a pregnant lady in the stomach, as you were upset about your non-existent hush puppy order. But number two, the fact that uh, she was able to speed off without getting anybody getting any kind of information was another issue. This particular Long John Silver's in Evansville didn't have a camera in the drive-through, so they don't have anything other than the fact that this woman was in her 30s uh was wearing a gray hoodie and some scrubs pants and drove away in a uh what appeared to be a mid 90s buick and so that's what they've got so cops are on the lookout for uh i don't know why you would go through the drive-thru just for a single hush puppy i'm not sure what the idea was but there's also a a little bit of we all have to calm down and touch you know what i'm saying Like, there's things that you need to get upset about, and I'm not sure hush puppies are on that list. I certainly don't think they need you to get you angry enough that you feel like you have to physically assault somebody that's working behind the counter of a fast food restaurant. But listen, man, uh, we've all got something that can push us over the edge. Uh, This could have been it for this young lady behind the car. But again, punching or kicking a pregnant woman in the stomach, not a great response to hush puppy rage. Agree or disagree? Oh, yeah, agree. Uh, plus, hush puppies are okay, but they're not that okay. <laughs> they're not. They're not. I need to uh, physically assault somebody because I'm not getting the hush puppies the way I want them. Okay. But I guess again, everybody has a weakness. So, a reminder: you're not on anything, and, and sometimes things don't go your way. But you don't need to uh, commit a misdemeanor battery because everybody just calm down. Hush puppies aren't worth it, are they, Big J? No. Now I know. It doesn't sound like you're a fan. Yeah, it's just a fried thing. Take it or leave it? Yeah. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. We get to announce our first free X show in over two years next on the (laughs) X-Roc. That is the Foo Fighters. That is Best of You here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. We talked earlier this morning how it has been over two years since we have had the opportunity to put together a free X show for you. And we decided, you know what? It is high time we do exactly that. So it is time for another X concert announcement. It's another 100.3, the X concert announcement. All right, Big J, give the good people of the Treasure Valley all the details they need.
0: All right the details are uh this of course you can only win your tickets here from 100.3 the x rocks the show is going to be happening february 21st at the knitting factory uh we've got some great uh, local openers crush the monster Ghost Box, Silent Theory is going to be playing as well, and of course the headliner is uh, one hell of a headliner, at least in our opinion, and that band is Dead Sarah.
1: We are so happy we are able to make this come together again. The band is uh, one of our favorites here in the Treasure Valley. Uh, They have played a couple of Free X shows in the past for us. We wanted to make it a triple header, and we wanted to give them an opportunity to come back and play at a really cool venue, and it's happening at the Knitting Factory Concert House. Of course. It has been a very long time since the band has been here. We're bringing them back. They are going to be on the road as part of the opening act for the Slash uh, shows that are going on across the Pacific Northwest. And they decided to make a little pit stop to put together a headline show for us on the 21st of February at the Knitting Factory. So get excited. We're bringing them back to town, and it ain't going to cost you a cent to see them. So make sure you grab yourself a T-shirt or a CD or an album when you go to the show. Because you are not going to be sorry. That you uh, you went to go check this one out. Enjoy some dead Sarah. It's weatherman here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X (laughs) Rocks. Weatherman here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Recap all the details, Big J, please. Yeah, February twenty first at the Knitting Factory. We have our first free X show
0: in two years, and we're bringing Dead Sarah to town. We've got Silent Theory opening up, a Ghost Box, and Crush the Monster. And of course, you can only get tickets by listening to us here at the X. We'll freely give those away. It's going to be an awesome evening, and man, it's been a while since
1: so we had a chance to see them live on stage here in the Treasure Valley. You know they put on an amazing show. They have packed the Knitting Factory to capacity. Every time they've played it, we expect this to be uh, another one of those instances, so make sure you grab your tickets early, get your hands on them, and make sure you show up early, too, to make sure you're part of the fun because it's going to be an amazing night of some great music on the 21st is a monday night at the knitting factory and we're going to be blowing tickets out left right and center so make sure you keep listening for your chance to win them but we are very excited that dead sarah is coming back to town
0: morning after with nick and big J.
1: well big J, apparently we wanted to make ourselves a little bit better in 2021 at least when it comes to not trying to drink so much The alcohol delivery service Drizzly reports that the sales of non-alcoholic drinks were up about two hundred and ninety percent last year. Booze free spirits make up only about zero point three percent of the alcohol sector, so it's not a whole hell of a lot, you understand, but it has been raising significantly in the last 12 months. Uh, The younger side of things are the ones that are making the most non-alcoholic purchases. They're nearly evenly split among men and and women, too. Right now, the most popular non-alcoholic beverage are gin alternatives, although whiskey substitutes are also gaining traction. One potential issue, though, is booze-free spirits often cost more than the alcoholic variety, believe it or not. The Spirits Business uh, magazine reports that the average price of non-alcoholic spirits is twenty-eight sixty, while the average price of liquor twenty-eight ten. So it's not a ridiculous amount, but it is interesting to me that you're paying more for the taste of alcohol, while it's non-alcoholic, than vice versa.
0: Maybe their process of making it is what raises
1: the cost. Who knows? Uh, could uh, also uh, go out of my way to make sure that I mention that usually in non-alcoholic things, be it beer or whatever, there's still just a teeny tiny smidge of alcohol in there. Uh, You should be aware of that as well. But either way, we're we're doing a whole bunch of it. I mean, when you're increasing uh, some part of a sector by almost 300%, that's a pretty big chunk. Mavericks retired Dirk Nowitzki's jersey last night. Number 41 will be hanging from the Raptors. The Mavs beat Golden State 99-82 as well three years after Nowitzki announced his retirement. They also announced yesterday, Big J, they're going to build a statue of Dirk Nowitzki outside the Mavericks stadium. So they're really, really going into the Dirk Nowitzki celebration. He was a 2011 Finals MVP, of course, sixth in the career scoring list. Leads the Mavericks in career three-pointers, rebounds, and blocks as well. 2007 NBA MVP. So he was a hell of a basketball player. It makes sense yep. that they're going to celebrate him as such. Looks like Howie Mandel's got the game show bug again. You remember the last game show he hosted, right? Uh, let's see. Was it the suitcase thing? Yeah. Oh, man, dude. Yeah, I don't... Uh... You don't remember what it was called? No. Give me a hint. Uh, I guess. Well, I mean, I was going to say it's a suitcase thing. You know everything about it. What do you mean? I, I, I know, man. Uh, just... It was called Deal or No Deal. Deal or No Deal. And Howie Mandel is coming back this time for a game show for Netflix. It's called Bull Bleep the Game Show. And the show is going to give contestants a chance to win money by answering questions correctly or they can win money by confidently giving incorrect answers this would be your uh, forte big j and then persuading others that they're accurate and then if you can persuade people to believe you even though you know you're not telling the truth that can get you money as well
0: Fantastic.
1: It is set to launch on the streaming service this summer. So if you are a game show-aholic, you have a new one to enjoy. Uh, This one's going to be on Netflix. And I don't know if it's going to be unedited. I mean, it's called Bobly, Like, the full name is Bobly. So I'm guessing that maybe it's more of an adult-themed game show with Howie Mandel having some fun. Who knows? But you can check it out this summer. We'll see if Big Jay's penance for knowing everything but the thing he's supposed to know will come in handy for Pop Culture Can Smackdown. Can we
0: maybe switch up Pop Culture Smackdown a little bit? Like I'm open for suggestions. Pop bi- biography?
1: You didn't, you didn't want me to do it the like, other way around yesterday.
0: Give me the name and then I give you the,
1: the, action, the entire list of accomplishments <laughs> from that thing. Uh, But we will see if it helps you out here Coming up in a few minutes Morning After with Nick and Big J
0: Next Thursday on the 13th Nick we have a show happening at the Ford Idaho Center And they are called Tool We will get you set up with tickets to that show here if you can beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown or figure out what I'm talking about when I come up with my answer.
1: (laughs) Uh, 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play Pop Culture Smackdown and try to get your hands on these tool tickets. We'll see how Big J does. We'll see how you do. Hello, The X. Good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Sean. All right, Sean, you're up for Sean. Kyrie Irving made his NBA season debut last night after some COVID issues. What team does he play for? Oh, man. I will take I either well, the city or um, the uh, <laughs> nickname. <laughs> um, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Wrong. Incorrect. So. Back to the, uh, we're, we're officially in the new year. That's right. <laughs> Hello, DX. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Kyrie Irving made his NBA season debut last night after some COVID issues. What team does he play for? Uh, Yeah. Brooklyn Nets. Right. That is correct. He plays for the Brooklyn Nets. Big J, this actor and Raptor has starred in movies like The Italian Job, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and Monster's Ball. Um... Monster Oh let's see uh, Italian Job And what was the other movie Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy And Monster's Ball. Most Death Most Death Right Is correct uh, Back to you sir uh, This former host of The Price is Right Is 98 years old
0: Bob Barker Right
1: Correct Big J Which movie Ooh. did Diane Keaton Earn her Oscar for Um Oh boy Oh man, I, uh, I I don't know. I can't even recall a Diane Keaton movie. Not right even now. a single movie? No. Well, now even your biography skills have taken a fade. That's no good. Uh, Godfather Reds or Annie Hall. Annie Hall? Right. Sounded like a Hail Mary, but you were right. It doesn't matter. Not enough to get the answer correct. (laughs) Hey, listen, I got one right. I'm I'm feeling all right now. (laughs) Congratulations, man. You're going to go check out Tool one week from today. Please hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're all set and good to go there. And we will come back with some headlines. Those are next on the X-Rock. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team mazda and the pre-owned superstore. It's easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with T-Mazda's iPrecheck. Just click the big blue button at GoTMazda.com. Headlines are as follows. Whoops! Billboard it up and nutted up. <laughs> nutted up. Are you a recent college graduate and searching for your dream job? Yeah. Do you love peanuts? No. Uh, if you said yes to both of these questions, then Planters has the opportunity of a lifetime just for you. Beginning on January 4th, Planters is accepting applications and will be hiring three people for, you know them, and as I know them as peanutters, Big J, remember? Yeah. Those are the people that chauffeur around Mr. Peanut in the 26-foot-long nutmobile from coast to coast and celebrate communities they visit along the ride. People have until the 24th of this month to apply at BeAPeanutter.com. And you can submit a resume or you can uh, throw in a 30 to 45 second long creative video as to why you should become a peanutter. We've had peanutters on this show. We've had the Nutmobile stop by the radio station. Big J, you were inside the Nutmobile. Yeah. Uh, Could you imagine driving cross country in that thing? No, no. Does it It, seem like it would handle pretty well?
0: No. And I'll tell you this, it's a tough job. Yeah. Those those kids work constantly
1: yes they are like that's that's the thing like I don't know how much the job pays it does not say it doesn't pay enough but they are on the road always and then they have to like be on and they have to come on goofy shows that sometimes aren't as accommodating as uh, Big J and I can be yeah and uh, they have to deal with idiots like us and then go up and and make little stops and then hopefully make people happy all for peanuts Big J pop quiz Big J you said you don't like peanuts your favorite nut is um Cashew, all right. It sounded like it took a while. Are you sure it's your favorite?
0: Well, because I'm changing my nut choices. Pardon? Oh, uh, well,
1: I know you probably can't have it. And in- so what? what no, are actually,
0: you- nuts are actually really good for you.
1: But cashews aren't exactly the best. Uh, they're on the higher
0: end, but walnuts, are probably you- the best for you. Now you know. Uh, I'm not a big fan of walnuts. A little dry. My yeah, you just put some uh, put some maple syrup on them. But I'm told that <laughs> I think that's pretty
1: counterintuitive <laughs> of what you're trying yeah, to do. Yeah, exactly. Whoops, or billboard it up. Billboard it up. Finding a romantic partner can be tough, but one man is taking a different approach. His name is Mahid Malik. He's a 29-year-old bachelor from London, and he's been using billboards in the city of Birmingham to advertise himself to potential suitors. The sign reads, quote, save me from an arranged marriage, and it includes his website, so potential mates can get in touch with him. A video is featured on the website called Find Malik Wife. Muhammad explains he's an entrepreneur, a foodie. He's very religious. He's looking for somebody who's working on her better life and also uh, somebody who's great at bantering. He adds that he is interested in personality and faith. And the billboards are not a joke. He just would rather find his own true love than get enraged marriage. And, you know, sometimes in the Muslim faith in certain countries, that's something that still happens. And so he's trying to buck the trend a little bit. And, hey, listen, if he can afford a billboard advertising campaign, he must be doing okay financially, right? You'd think, yeah. So uh, I don't know if it's worked so far. don't know if he's even gotten any leads. But he's certainly taking a, a creative, albeit expensive, route to maybe bucking the trend of... Making sure he has an arranged marriage. Arranged marriages don't sound fun, Big J. That's just it. Yeah, no kidding. doesn't sound like something that would be enjoyable. Wrap it up with whoops. I don't have to tell you, Big J, but cats are pretty good at hiding, sometimes in things and behind things, yes? Yes. And a cat in Denver, Colorado was reunited with its family because it was accidentally donated to a thrift store because it had found its way inside an old recliner as kind of like a nice way to hide out and stay warm and the family decided to donate the old recliner to a thrift store and then couldn't find the cat. Well, the thrift store ended up finding the cat inside the recliner once it's opened up. The Dan- Denver Animal Protection Committee said a personal responded to the ARC thrift store in Denver. Employees discovered there was a cat in the recliner chair and then they were able to, f- to extract the feline and then the family that had been donated was contacted and they were able to get their cat back and everybody was good. The cat, who's named Montaguia, was not injured and was reunited with the family and will have to find a new hiding spot, Big J. But that sounds, I mean, it's one of those deals where it's like, that really seems weird. But if you've had a cat, you know, sometimes they can get up in stuff and they are difficult to find sometimes. So I suppose I can believe it can happen. Absolutely. And I'm just glad. Uh, like i I've, th- th- I've said this before. The most interesting thing to me sometimes is how people are found after they donate stuff at thrift stores. Because, like, when I donate things, it's like you might as well just see me driving by throwing garbage bags out of my window as I drive on out. Like, I don't need a receipt. I don't claim it on my taxes. So I just donate the stuff. But I'm not hanging around to give my contact information. You know what I mean? So God forbid I actually donate something that I wanted back or I didn't mean to do it. I don't know how anybody would contact me. But I'm glad it was able to happen for them. That seems like a good thing. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Here's traffic. Okay. Accept the final check of traffic. So we'll step inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center for that. Here comes CB. Eastbound he is up to speed between Napa and Boise. There are no delays on the...
0: Pearl, I hear you got a new pet. What did you get, a puppy or a kitten?
1: Actually, I got the cutest little philodendron, and I named him Phil. Here's a picture on my phone. Isn't he adorable? You see, I live in an apartment, and I don't want to pay a pet deposit, so instead I'm a proud houseplant mom.
0: Well, in that case, I guess I'm a houseplant mom too. So is little Phil your first houseplant pet?
1: I have lots. Here's a picture of my owl plant. I named him Alvin. And here's my spider plant. Her name is Charlotte. Oh, and here's my fiddle leaf fig. I named him Charlie
0: Daniels. All adopted at ZAMZO's? Of course! ZAMZO's has the best selection of pet houseplants in Idaho.
1: Plus, they have the pots, soils, and everything else I need to be the best plant mom I can be.
0: And if you want to be a houseplant mom, now's a great time to start during ZAMZO's giant houseplant sale. You'll save 20% on plants, pots, fertilizers, and soil right now at ZAMZO's. But don't wait. This sale is only For a limited time, so shop now and save big at all 13 Zamzos. Point S Tire and
1: Auto Service, get to the point. Hi, I'm Craig Brunio from Point S Tire and Auto Service. My family has been in the tire and auto business for over 55 years. At Point S, we've built a reputation of honest, affordable, and professional service on everything from tires to oil changes to brakes, shocks, and all other major vehicle repairs. If you think you need repairs, know this. We train, test, and certify our technicians. And we can diagnose and fix most anything on your car at a far better price. And maybe you're due for new tires. When it comes to tires, we have the right tire for you at the right price for you. Whatever you need. Stop in today, call, or check us out online at bruneal.s.com. points Tire and Auto Service. Conveniently located with over 17 stores to serve you. We're your one-stop auto repair shop. Tire and auto get to the point. that is corn that is start the healing here on the morning after with nick and big J on 100.3 the x rocks and one of the biggest fast food companies in the world is making some changes yes big J.
0: well not not permanent changes uh we're talking plant-based food here and uh, you never would have thought of this but KFC's got Beyond Fried Chicken, and uh, they have been working on this for a couple years, and back in August of 2019, on just one day in one store, they had uh, debuted uh, this, and uh, it went over pretty well, and so now, starting Monday, they're going to roll out, for a limited time, uh, six or 12-piece orders of uh, KFC's Beyond Fried Chicken. Uh, with your choice of dipping sauces. And so it's
1: plant-based stuff, right?
0: Yeah, beyond, you know, the Beyond Meat, the so, folks that, yeah. do, you know, the Burger King and the Whopper and all of those. Now, is that what's the difference between Beyond and
1: Impossible? Is there? They're different companies. Okay, it's just a company that puts it all together, yeah. but it's basically the same kind of stuff. Right. But, it, it, so it's like Kentucky Fried Plants, apparently, apparently is what you're <laughs> Yeah, eat. you're frying the plants. Gotcha. And it's supposed to taste like chicken, and it's supposed to work out, and it's, I know it's very popular. Everybody's doing it, so it wouldn't they wouldn't be jumping on this train if it wasn't popular and you and i have had our uh chance to have a couple of impossible or beyond kind of things and i've always said you know it's strange to me because it takes a second for my brain to wrap around it because when you bite into it it does honestly taste like the regular burger now the difference for me is to me there's an aftertaste that that i'm not a super big fan of after the burger is done you're like (laughs) no, <laughs> there's something going on there, uh, a little bit extra yeah. that that I'm not used to or accustomed to. But, you know, you've also said that there are some issues with this new menu item. It's not exactly the best thing for you, right?
0: Well, it's still, you know, I mean, you, you get tricked into thinking, oh, hey, it's plant-based. I can eat as much of this as I want. And it's still a heavily processed thing. It takes a lot to get the, um, you know, the the texture and everything down, that, that sort of things. And there is some difference in uh, how much calories are in them. But you're still getting something fried. And, yeah.
1: You know, you're still the putting... The breading and stuff around is, remains the same. The
0: breading, and you're still putting it... you. Know, know they're not going completely vegetarian or vegan here because they're frying the stuff in the same fryer they fry the regular chicken okay um so you know people who are listen who are hardcore vegans they're not going to get into this stuff anyways right um but uh you know offering up another option isn't the worst idea but at the same time if you're managing yourself properly you know every now and then you can treat yourself to some real fried chicken as opposed to faking it out and you know what
1: yeah basically what you're saying is maybe if you're looking to you know be a a a staple of health and goodness in your life that maybe fast food is not the place that you should be looking at no matter what. and you know
0: what for me right now that's that's the that's the case like i I don't expect to be visiting a fast food establishment here for quite some time
1: there you go and so you have an opportunity to do so if you'd like it looks like it's only for a limited time but it is an extra option that you have if you're a fan or you want to go just a little bit healthier but again you're incredible amounts of strides it's just an alternative to you or if you're living the vegetarian or vegan lifestyle an opportunity for you to take it. absolutely of it if you want to morning after with nick and big J, your chance to win something from us with bad impressions next to the x-round impressions
0: so far i'm not impressed morning after with nick and big J on 100.3 the x yep and we've got tickets here the road to wrestlemania comes through extra mile arena february 6th we got the wwe coming in it's gonna be a lot of fun we'll get you these tickets here if you can figure out bad impressions this morning
1: that is one month to this very day 208 287 1003 if you would like to play a little game called bad impressions which works like this big j has three clues they all revolve around somebody pretty famous if you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less then congratulations you are going to see some wrestling on us come next month let's go to the phones hello the x Hey, how's it going? We're good, brother. What's your name? Chris. All right, Chris, you're up first. Good luck. All right. I started in Gung Ho,
0: Mr. Mom, and Night Shift, all before really hitting the big time. Uh, Hulk Hogan? Nope. Oh, man. That was, yeah, way off. Uh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Mm. Okay, next one. I'm putting the Batsuit back on for Flash. I'm
1: Batman. Oh, Michael Keaton. There you go. put it all together in the end. Good job, Chris. Hang on one second. We'll get you those WWE tickets. I think you confused Mr. Mom for Mr. Nanny, which is a wonderful confusion to make. Uh, Why (laughs) is Michael Keaton in the news?
0: Uh, Recently here to interview, he was talking about uh, the reasons he ended up leaving the Batman franchise. In it, 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 when you know, back in the day, after Tim Burton, and that was because uh, when uh, Joel Schumacher took over, uh, they just couldn't get on the same page on uh, where they wanted the character to go, and of course, Joel Schumacher, famous for uh, ruining the Batman franchise. <laughs> Um, yeah, didn't want to listen to Michael Keaton, and he wanted to take it in a much darker place and, and you know, kind of get into the whole uh, trope about you know the Bruce Wayne side of things and the Batman and the alter ego and how it's a really dark kind of thing. And he wanted nothing to do with it, Joel Schumacher, so uh, he uh, decided to step away.
1: Yes, it, it, it's very clear. You can see the different visions that Tim Burton and Michael Keaton and Joel Schumacher had for whoever he worked with. You know, one is a much more campy, comic booky, goofy kind of thing, and the other is a little bit more darker, and uh, certainly it had its own gothic side of things. It wasn't exactly set in reality, much like, you know, Christopher Nolan's was, right. but this is different universes altogether, for sure.
0: Would have been interesting, nonetheless.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, uh, if to see what it would look like, but I also thought, that I mean, another point he had said that the script was awful, too, and he wasn't wrong about that, either. So there were a lot of issues with the Joel Schumacher yeah. uh, uh, Batman's, and uh, you know the the look of them is just one of the many issues <laughs> that the actual movies had. But he wasn't wrong to step away, and it'll be very interesting to see what he does in his return to the role. For can't, can't wait. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Credit Van Fleet built by nations is how we're gonna wrap up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Thursday. Got a nice little nerdler, courtesy of Big J today. We're able to announce the first free X show in over two years. Dead Sarah is returning to the Treasure Valley on Monday, the 21st of February. That is next month, at the Knitting Factory Concert House. Keep listening to the X for your chance to win tickets. We'll be blowing them out left, right, and center, and of course wherever we end up in the treasure valley it will also be a chance for you to win and got some great openers on the bill as well and if you need details they're on all of our socials so check them out and make sure you click that like button so that we know that you're into it. it should be a very good show at the knitting factory without a doubt gave away some more tool tickets We'll do that again tomorrow here on this very show as we get ready to wrap up the week. But that leaves you with the floor, Big Jay. Yeah, Nick, any interest in the TV show Yellowstone? Uh, I have been told to watch it, and the answer is yes. I will at some point put it on my list of things to watch very, very soon. I know that I only have access to the first three seasons right now, and the fourth one just wrapped up. Yeah. And it's fairly popular, but I have not heard a bad thing about it, and so I'm going to give it a shot. It's the biggest show on cable since The Walking Dead. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Costner's a big deal, dude, and they, I mean, even so, that they've already kind of relaunched a prequel that's also incredibly popular on the same network. But I don't get the the Paramount Network, so right. I don't get it. But I know that the first three seasons are on Peacock, so that's where I'm at. I watch.
0: haven't seen it either, and I but I just see I, like like it's oh, it's a much more dramatized version of Dallas.
1: Uh, no, I've been told it's much more like Sons of Anarchy and that kind of stuff than it is about but like soap opera. gangs? Well, no, they're gangs. They're just in the, they're running farms and stuff and doing bad and illegal things on those farms and not necessarily soap opera kind of stuff. I could be wrong. Again, I haven't watched an episode so forgive me if I have the description wrong, but I said the same thing. I'm like, really? It looks like it's slow and boring and they're like, no, 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 There's much more going on here than meets yeah, the I don't eye. know, man.
0: I just have flashbacks of The Walking Dead. The first couple of seasons were so good and then it just for me turned into like all the in-between
1: episodes just couldn't handle it but you don't regret watching the first couple seasons of walking dead right no yeah and so i mean maybe if the first couple seasons of yellow i mean well they're on season four now so uh that's it's about this- over <laughs> well i mean it's still as popular as ever so whether it's it's over story-wise or not they're gonna keep on going i'm just saying this is about where walking dead dropped off As far as I was concerned, once uh, the Negan got involved, which I thought was going to be cool, ended up kind of being the tail end of it. But, yeah, I'll give it a shot. You're not going to try it, though, huh? Maybe. Uh, That's a no, everybody, in case you're curious. Then we'll see you tomorrow. Jason Drew is coming up next. That is going to be happening. We'll see you guys then. Have a good one. It's the x Rocks. The Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.